0: Hello again everybody and welcome to an episode of Ballcaps and Bagpipes, the Scottish Baseball Podcast. I am John McKellar of the Glasgow Comets.
1: And I'm Jason Durr, former League President and Baseball Scotland Hall of Famer.
0: And Jason, we're joined tonight by an excellent guest, Guy I had the distinct pleasure of meeting in person finally last week. We're joined by Andy Brown. Andy, welcome back to the show. Thank you very
2: much for having me. It's good to see uh... Back on the computer screen, but also it was nice to meet one half of you, uh, or one half of of you two, uh, live in person. Yep, and what a day it was, we're going to talk about your trip up north to Scotland,
0: uh, where you painted not one, but two Baseball Scotland ballparks, the wonderful fields that they have up in Aberdeen, which I was just at this past Sunday, more on that in a minute. And uh, in my opinion, probably the most uh, attractive ballpark in Scotland now, uh, the T4 ballpark. Field, uh, up up T and we? um, you know you've got the you've got the backdrop of the sea, you've got the city of Dundee behind. You know, trees line the, the kind of side of the ballpark. It's just a fantastic location for baseball. Um, and that was a really fun day as well. We had a wee bit of rain uh, that we had to get through, but it didn't dampen the spirits, and certainly uh, your efforts were in no way curtailed by it.
2: No, it was fantastic. I had an umbrella and my dad's spongy cords from his bike, so I <laughs> managed, to, managed to get that onto the easel and it, it kind of helped. But it only, rained, it only rained for a little bit. It, was, it, it does, looked yeah. like it was going to rain all afternoon, but it, it just it just let down for a while and then it was all right. It was good.
0: Yeah. We're going to touch on your trip to Scotland in just a bit, but as usual, Jason, let's get sure. started today with uh, a rundown of this past Sunday's course. Fantastic. Now, I know you've got a game report this week, which is nice. Uh, we've got more than just a final score from the Edinburgh game. Uh, let's start with uh, my comments. Uh, we were 4-0 undefeated this weekend. We no longer are. We got beaten for the first time in league play this year by the Aberdeen Oilers. Uh, that was a fantastic game. Um, we, I think, something that's something that we can attribute our great start to this year is the fact that we've gotten some key hits and the batting lineup top to bottom, has been very motivated and has been hitting the ball very well. We were, we were limited to, I think it was three hits overall, over the course of the, the AAA game this past Sunday. Um, so some great pitching, some really good fielding from both teams. Um, and then Aberdeen team took advantage of some really key walks and managed to get some key hits at just the vital moments. So we were up 6-2 at one point, um, and they came back they rally to win it 12-8 in the end. Um, overall, though, a great day of baseball and uh, I think a fair result in the end.
1: Yep. I had a quick chat with Stephen Evans, obviously the coach of the team there. Uh, he said it was a solid team effort. He was really happy that the team came back besides being down 12 to 6 to yeah. win 12, uh, 12 to 8 or 6 to 2 and come yeah. back and win 12 or 8. They said they had 13 total hits for the game, so that's not bad at all. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and last picked up his third win of the season there. So mm-hmm. it was another solid outing from last there. So um, the, it must have been uh, the, the promise of barbecue after the game and the 28-degree weather that really threw you guys off, huh?
0: I think it's the fact that Albert had a bit too much barbecue that, <laughs> that, that messed us up, actually. To be honest, he had, I think, three burgers uh, over the course of the game. And that was uh, – he was walking out to third base while eating a burger at one point. And it's just like, dude, how many of those things have you had? <laughs> Just over being over.
1: So, there's there's a great story from Gates Brown. He was a Dodger and he was, uh, he he had a take some hot dogs during the game. He was, a, I think he was in Brooklyn Dodgers or in LA. And they put him in to pinch run and he put it in the side of his shirt thinking, now oh, nothing's going to happen. And he slid into second base on a base hit and, oh, and had mustard down the bottom <laughs> of his shirt there. It's <laughs> one of those great stories that I picked yeah. up from all the stuff I read there. So, yeah, I can imagine that would do the same with Albert there with a the hot dog in the, in the back pocket. <laughs> That's
0: going to be similar. That's something that could have a similar vein as the Steve Lyons uh, story, isn't it? The Steve Lyons moment. <laughs> Yes. With the absolutely. trousers. <laughs> um, I, from my perspective, unfortunate news, I had to leave the game early due to a hamstring injury, um, which has pretty much been coming. I've had an issue with hamstring for a few weeks. Uh, on a ground out in the fourth inning, uh, I started kind of bombing it down the line because I was trying to hustle. Um, and I just felt my hamstring, my left hamstring, completely seize up. So at the moment, I'm trying to arrest it. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see how I feel on Sunday. Um, pretty, pretty gotten to have to leave the game, especially when we were up six-two, and then to watch uh, as, the, as the guys then went on to lose the game. It was, it was, it was painful to see you. However, like I say, it was a really great game of baseball. There was no, no one. There was, there was no one kind of like it was at fault or anything like that. The, the Aberdeen guys, like I say, just took advantage of some key moments and uh, got the right, got the hits at the right time and took advantage of a lot of walks that they got.
1: Well, there you go so you came out of the game and all of a sudden you lost you're obviously the talisman that keeps the count
0: <laughs> i mean i really don't think so uh, i think it was it was already on the cards because like you said the uh, last last held us to three hits and, and picked up another win um, he pitched really well his breaking ball looked absolutely filthy um he had a really good curveball this past sunday last so um, props to him for holding us uh, there was to so few hits uh, we, took a, we It was kind of the opposite. Like in the early innings, it was the opposite way around. where We took advantage of a few walks um, and we got a couple of runs in early and then we managed to tack on a few more. But then from there, uh, they went into shutdown mode and after Federico came into the game, uh, it was it was going to be an uphill battle from there for us. So uh, just a really well-played game from both sides and a deserved victory for Aberdeen. It was a great trip. And they were really great hosts, again, like t were last week. Um, let's move on to Edinburgh Cannons. Uh They hosted the Tabor Breakers. Uh, the Canons won 20 to one, so a really high-scoring game from the Canons. It feels like they're starting to come into themselves now and really um, live up a bit more to the hype that they had coming into this season. Obviously, Rory uh, at the start of the year and leading into the season was really hyping how excited he was about the Canons' lineup this year. It looks like they're starting to come into their own and, uh, and put some wins up.
1: So, yeah, so I talked to Brewery again, get kind of a game report from him as well. It said, uh, Davy Farr was on the mound, and it was not Davy Farr of 2003. It was the Davy Farr of, uh, say, 2021. So, a bit of a difference there. Um, but it said, what helped is they batted around the second inning. They scored 10 runs in that second right. inning, and it wasn't necessarily a whole lot of errors or things like that. there. They just kept putting the ball in play, and yeah. and that was the key to uh, scoring all those runs there. Uh, Harris pitched well, he only gave, well, was uh, he struck out nine guys. And I really wanted to say that Marina played some amazing defense for Tayport there and was all over the place uh, stopping the ball there. So he wanted to make sure that she got a shout-out uh, for her uh, amazing play.
0: There's that man, Harris, once again. You know, that's a, a week removed from Blanket in the Galaxy, ain't nothing. Here he is, he pitches another gem and holds the breakers to just one run. And the breakers, like I mentioned last week, they were putting a lot of battle on ball against us last week. Um, they they they're, they're very capable of hitting the baseball. Um, it's just a case of getting everyone firing in all all seveners at once, and uh, getting some consistency about their game. And they're going to start winning games. As it stands, obviously they're zero six, so still looking for that first league win. But it can only be a matter of time for Teaport.
1: we will see. I hope to catch a game one of their games soon to see uh, see them play. So I'm looking forward to watching them.
0: Yeah, but many many props to the Canons, uh, and like they say. In this league, put the ball in play is about two-thirds of the battle, you know, like the fields for the most part have hops and in, in, in dips that not many ballparks have, uh, you know, so you put the ball in play and literally anything can happen, um, yep. and we've, <laughs> we've both seen our fair share of anything can happen uh, over the years. Absolutely. We'll have to ask uh,
1: Andy his opinion on the various fields around the UK. We shall, <laughs> we shall yeah.
0: We're going to touch on that just shortly because we only have one more game to get to, and was the Glasgow Galaxy back in Glasgow. Um, they were they dropped another one uh, to the Diamond Devils this time. Uh, the Devils were, were 13-3 winners and improved to 5-1, so that takes them a half game ahead of our Comets um, at the top of the Scottish National Baseball League. Um, it looks like that was uh, another frustrating one for the Galaxy if I'm the Galaxy and I'm John Tate I'm probably getting a bit frustrated by some of these lack the lack of offense and, and, and production that's coming from their games there um, obviously last week they ran into a really great pitching performance as far as the Devils this week I'm not sure whether it was uh, the same kind of scenario or what's been the deal there but um, they've only scored three runs over those two games and uh, a team like the Galaxy they're, they're going to be expected to do a lot more than that. Yeah, we'll see.
1: Like I said, uh, I was hoping to get a game report from the guys there and then make it in time. So uh, hopefully next time we'll be able to give you more details of what happened during the game.
0: Yeah, uh, we're very slowly, very gradually starting to put together um, more reports and stuff like that, as well as just the, the scores. I know that Paul's making a massive effort on updating the website, and that's going to be a key resource for us moving forward, once stats and stuff like that start to get added to that. Yeah. Um, so that was the that was basically the the slate of games from this past Sunday. Perfect. Another great week, another fantastic weekend of baseball. It looks like we all had fun. Not, and, not a
1: great week for Glasgow. Everyone else had a fantastic week. So <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a while since both teams have lost. Um, so yeah, not a great week to be a Glasgow player. But you know, I think from from our loss, I think we've learned probably as much from this one loss as we did from the four wins before it you know it's important to stay focused it's important to take your chances when you're at the plate it's something we've done really well in the early part of the season we weren't able to do that on Sunday Um, it's from there it becomes working on on getting that consistency we've made a couple of uh, errors on the base running side of things Uh, so that's something we need to tighten up I think going forward I think we cost ourselves a a couple of runs uh, this week and also last week in t I think uh, Lou, our catcher, calculated that there were six outs that we basically gave away. So two innings worth of uh, potential runs that we uh, that we gave away from uh, I got picked off at third at one point um, when we were up quite a few. Uh, there were a couple of guys who went on plays that, you know, given the chance to do it again, I don't think we would have. So overall, um, I think all the teams have... A lot of positives and all the teams have probably by now identified what they have to work on so as we move toward the middle of the season in the second half I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the dynamic shifts um, and the form table and stuff like that
1: great yep yeah we'll, we'll cover it more as the season progresses and see yep. what what improvements happen and what and and what don't and like there I mean that's the whole point of the developmental league <laughs> is you start learning that stuff there so
0: absolutely yeah um, the developmental game the Comets did win 11-1, so uh, we got to taste. I got to taste a wee bit of success, at least.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely start getting more information on these developmental games, and you know, let all these new guys who are just playing the sport get a little bit of more of a shout out, and, and let you know how you're doing, and you know, let you know we're supporting you as well, not just the the Triple A games we yeah. here, but developmental one, games as
0: well. One thing actually I do want to touch on from the development game on Sunday in Aberdeen um, is that at one point I saw an all female infield. Uh, the Oilers had a female first-base 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 person
1: first-base first woman first-base woman,
0: first woman. First <laughs> uh, second-base, short and third all, all women, um, which was great to see. I think it's a great testament to the inclusiveness and the drive to um, get more women involved in the sport in Scotland and Aberdeen seem to be doing a fantastic job and uh, they seem to be miles ahead of anywhere, uh, anywhere else obviously Marina, a product of the Express um, and they've, you know You've now added even more women I to the to the fold, so it's great to see.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, we've covered everything for Scottish baseball Absolutely. this week, and it's time to bring on our guest.
0: Yes. So, Andy, we brought you back on, of course, to talk about last weekend and the weekend before. Uh, you came up to Scotland for a week or so with your mum Moira, uh, yeah. the lovely Moira. Uh, do please give my regards to your mum. Um, it was a pleasure meeting both you and uh, your mum in person last Sunday. Uh but let's rewind the clock a bit further back to the week before. Uh, you had arrived in Scotland and your first game took in was at uh Aberdeensfield. Um now talk to us uh, first off about the journey up. Uh, how did you how did you get on and how did that get how did that get arranged? First off, like how did you go how did you about arranging the, the trip up to Scotland?
2: Well, you know, I started um I, I went down to the Battle of Britain um in Farnham and that, that yeah. was in I think May was it I think it was late May
0: yeah, um so yeah. earlier on in the
2: year and um of course it was great you know great occasion teams from all over the place um you know teams where it was like the West Midlands like league put together a team kind of of all-stars I guess or people who were available so I met a load of people there people from Twitter that I, I kind of like you guys people that I, I knew but I didn't I'd never actually met in from the screen um, got talking to some people and um and started to think oh yeah I want to I want to come and see some more grassroots baseball over COVID. I mean, with with the lockdown and everything, I was supposed to be in Mexico, um, painting the, the league over there in 2020. Um, but of course that couldn't happen. So through lockdown, and when the lockdowns lifted in England, I've been painting the local Sunday League football just around here near in rugby. And um I went to the Essex Arrows in, I think it was November 2020, it was in between one of the lockdowns had been lifted. And that was like my first taste of British baseball. And of course, I know Matt Mutton and the British Baseball podcast. You know, I know the work that you guys are doing, but you know, I've painted in, well, before Scotland, I think it was nine countries around the world, but I've never really painted in the UK. And I didn't really understand British baseball. I was, I was like, you know, I'm from, from here, but I've lived over in Asia for 10 years, traveled around Latin America and America, in 2019 and it was you know it's great it's great to be here and actually see baseball in our culture played our way in our towns in our cities in our landscape like in a place that I recognize almost you know um so it kind of came came through that i started doing that and then people got in touch and then it was Stephen at the um Aberdeen Oilers got in touch and said look we'd love to have you up here if you can come and like I was saying to Jason earlier, I, I knew it was a long way, but I didn't know how far it was. It's ridiculous how far <laughs> it is from from rugby. Like, yeah. like I said to Jason, you get into Scotland and then you're like, oh, yeah, we're in Scotland. But then you look at the GPS away and you're like, oh, we're not we're not in Aberdeen yet. We've still got a way to go. <laughs> so um, so it was quite a journey and it's quite a long way up there. But it was it was awesome. I loved it. It was really cool. Like my mum, as you say, my mum came with me. She's Scottish and. Um, she hasn't, you know, really been back to Scotland too much in the last little while. And she really wanted to go and see, you know, the places that she knew from her childhood and grandparents lived and all the rest of it. So it was a perfect opportunity. It was, yeah, OK, well, I'm going to go up to Aberdeen. We'll go and do Aberdeen. And it was a second baseball game. Her first baseball game was in Korea in Seoul. And uh, a second baseball game was the, the Aberdeen Oilers versus the uh, Tayport Breakers. So quite the ticket. And she had a great seat right behind home plate. So I think, I think you know, it, it doesn't get much better than that um and it was just superb i mean the you know granite city i i I didn't you know you hear about granite city but i've never been there i've never seen it but you get there and it's such an imposing city such imposing buildings really really beautiful but on the day well on the night before it was just absolutely thundering down with rain i was like oh my goodness i've come all this way what we're going to do if it's coming down like this tomorrow in the day um but luckily it it wasn't in the day but what it was is so foggy Like we're going through the city and you could just see a little bit, you could see it was quite beautiful. You could see these like shadowy figures of like people and then ships and container ships and oil rigs and, you know, these wonderful old buildings. But then you got to the field and you could just about make out like home plate, but then you couldn't see anything else like in the distance. It was just these shadowy figures. And it was like, oh, dear, like what's going to happen here? Are we actually going to get to play? but it did, and they, 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 they played, But it, and it made for a really nice painting. It's quite a kind of almost ghostly painting. It's this one behind me here, because this fog kept coming off the sea, and then it would blow out again, and it come on come on in a bit, and it blow off again. But it was also the 4th of July, so it was kind of funny being, you know, it was actually my birthday, so it was my birthday. I'm stood on this hill in Aberdeen. <laughs> there's fog blowing in and out. There's my mum watching a second baseball game down there, and she looks like she's she's making notes. She was making notes. It looked like she was a pro scout, like scouting for the next <laughs> hot talent. I was like, well, I don't know what she's doing," but anyway. And then and you had and you had everyone playing baseball. It was just it was just amazing. It was so cool. I loved it. And it was, you know, it was very different to a lot a lot of the times. Like I've spent Fourth of July in the states. Like in recent years, I've been over there, and of course, it's you know fireworks and it's got everything going on. And here we are in Aberdeen with this fog and mist and this. But it was it was just superb. And they had a barbecue like you said before, inclusive, like there were people from all around the world playing, uh, all nationalities, uh, everybody was there, you know, people from Italy, uh, a guy from Iraq, um, a girl from the Czech Republic, just everywhere. And it was just, it was so impressive and they were just so welcoming Um, and it was good standard of play as well. And it was just, it was really cool to see how, I'm gonna say how seriously it's taken, but also it's, it's, it's so social as well, you know, it's serious, but also everyone's just having such a good time. Um, But the the seriousness of it is just really impressive in that like Tayport and Aberdeen, you know, these are like one guy from Mississippi, Tupelo, Mississippi, where Elvis was born, who comes over to Scotland and ends up building like this, this field of dreams on this little, on the estuary or on this side of the River Tay there. And this is Tayport. I mean, I didn't know Tayport before. It's quite a small place. And this guy trying to build a baseball team. It's, it's so admirable. And then you've got Dundee in the background and you've got uh, Broughty Castle, was it Broughty Castle, whatever, built in 1495. So you've got this amazing backdrop with these old castles, you've got sailboats out there. It's just gorgeous. And then you've got Stephen in, in Aberdeen, same sort of thing. He comes over from Arkansas. I think he said his first game was 2013 and they only had eight players, I believe. So yeah. they had to borrow a player. For, I think for, it might have been the, the, the cannons and again it's just like wow this is this is drive and passion and you know it's, it's very much field of dreams and you know I, I was in were at the field of dreams on my trip in 2019 and it blew me away and it was very very special special place to get got to and it really really spoke to me really meant something to me and I just feel like that's the kind of thing that the Scottish Baseball League I can see what you guys are doing with the podcast what the teams are doing with with just just you know they're having fun They're getting into it, they're learning about the game, they're spreading the game, and they're bringing something, there's something happening in all these places and all these cities that people can get involved in. I think it's just just awesome. I love it. It's really, really good.
0: Excellent. So sticking with the the Aberdeen game for the time, Mm -hmm. being, I want to dive a little bit more into the process that you go through when you live paint a game. Now, you've mentioned the fog. Now, obviously, we see the, the paint right there behind you. Um, it made for a really great painting in the end, Yeah. but did you go into that game with a picture in your head? Obviously, I know that you you did a sketch before the game yeah. played then to give you an idea of, right, this is what I'm going to include in where. Yeah, um, right. Did you, after you had arrived, once you had uh, made your sketches all that, and you started, did you have an idea in your head and how much did that change moving forward when the four came in and turned it uh. into... Yeah, that's that's a good
2: question. I like that as a question. That's a really good question, but it's a really hard one because, like, it's like, of course, I've done it before. I've painted yeah. all my life. I've painted loads and loads of baseball stadiums. Now, I reckon in Scotland, I was somewhere. I'm somewhere in, I'm somewhere into the nineties with the Scottish ones. But like, it's like every. I know what I'm doing. Like, I know what I'm looking at. I, it's it's quite instinctive. But there's also those moments where you just like, what the hell am I doing? Like, what am I doing here? And because it's it's not like you know, in my head, I think right. I know what I'm doing. I've done this before. I've got that confidence. But I never really know exactly how it's going to turn out um but that's part of it you know you're there in the moment you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what the weather's going to be like you don't know you know you might see i don't know i was at the worcester sorcerers on the weekend and a spaniel starts running across the field at one point and there's little things like that that happen that you never expect to happen and there's a little spaniel running across the field and you know you can then decide to include it or not or whatever you want but it's all these little things that it's just a moment just a moment just a moment and capturing that that atmosphere in the day so um so it's it's I've got it kind of stored up here somewhere and I can kind of, I have an idea, but it's like when I'm looking around at the crowd and we've got Jason West here in the thing here, we've got the guy with the camera behind here, mum's down here, um, we've got all the people here from all the, the game, but I'm looking around in the crowd and I'm like, oh, okay, he's doing this and he's like picking up some bats and he's, hes I don't know, eating his hot dog or putting in his back pocket or whatever he's doing with it and, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff.
0: Excellent. Now, talk me through a little bit more of your process. Um, you've mentioned obviously the the players and all like that. I would assume obviously that you you would go and you would kind of take take stock of the panorama, all and mm-hmm. You would take a look around and think, right, this is the place I'm in. This is the stuff that's in that place. Um, this is what's happening in the place, um, yeah. and this is what I'm going to draw of the place. Yeah. How do you choose what goes in and what doesn't? Um, I, how do you yeah. how do you go about in
2: could have, could have to Yeah, um, I think it, you know, to me, one of the things I love about baseball is it's, it's drama, you know, the emotions, the drama, the atmosphere, that's what really gets me and draws me into it, the storylines. And mm-hmm. I always feel like that you've got the pitcher on the mound, you've got the guy in the box, you've got the umpire and all that kind of like all the tension going on there. And it's like they're on stage and it's like, uh, you know, there's this performance, there's this guy like mm-hmm. on, on the mound with his ball, he's going to try and get it past this guy with a stick and um and it's like a stage so so i feel like right this is my this is the setting i'm looking at the backdrop of the stage i'm looking at the actors okay who are our main characters we've got this guy we've got this guy what's distinctive about him um you know jason west if you've ever met him very very tall huge guy used to play american football um he's a big guy Oh, unbelievable. So, you know, you've just got those characters. So I'm trying to capture, okay, what are these people like? What's the characteristic that I can get in here to give the sense of, of this place? Even with, with um, Aberdeen here, it had the thistles in the foreground and it was just fantastic. You know, I'm, I'm stood on this hill and I was whistling like the Beatles fall on the hill while I'm doing it. And I'm like, what am I doing standing on this hill when the fog painting this?" <laughs> but you've got these thistles, you've got all this stuff going on. I was just like, this is just amazing. I can't, you know, I pinch myself on times like that. I was just saying, this is uh, outrageous. Love it. Excellent.
0: Um, Is it easier or is it more difficult to paint a ballpark like that one where it's a more grassroots environment? There's probably a lot more character um, to certain parts of this than uh, a major league ballpark where obviously it's an established place. You've seen it on TV a thousand times. You know what to expect going in more, I think, probably with a major league park. Is it easier or is it more difficult? Um, Is it more enjoyable?
2: oh that's a tricky okay is it more enjoyable they're both they're both enjoyable for different things you know and and the same with the painting like with 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 these sorts of places you've you've not got so much of course you've not got so many people in the crowd you've not got uh the usually the big city skylines or something um so you've kind of got a lot of gaps there's a lot more things that there's almost less there and it's that's some in some ways that's harder because you've actually got to make more you've got to make the positioning of them and you've got to make the the, the piece capture more with within it almost with, the, with with less stuff but I love that it's just a very beautiful essence of you know again we've got a big oak tree over here we've got some football go or like again Aberdeen it's got the the cricket strip and it's got the way the the boundary the cricket boundary comes just over yeah. just near second base or whatever and then in Tayport you've got like I say you've got the uh, the caravan campsite at the back and you've got this beautiful tree just behind home plate um, of course, we had you guys like the comments all, all on the other side of the yeah. the field in that painting. Um, so you've kind of, kind—I don't know—I'll quickly hold up this one here, but you can kind of see it. There's there's almost less there than there would be in a major league ballpark. So you've almost yeah. got to do more with it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's easier and harder at the same time. Even although that doesn't really answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question
1: I had when I asked John, I said, oh, I met Andy, I said, "How much did you pay him to put him in the painting?" That was the one.
2: <laughs> Well, he's the guy hitting the home run at the thing there, but that <laughs> cost a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm extra for that. But actually, to be fair, John did get a really nice hit, and I got yes. it on film. It was incredible. It was just just so happened I just got yeah. it on film. So, if you look yeah, was... up Andy
0: Brown's YouTube, you will see me scalp a ball quite far and run like an absolute moron
2: to watch. <laughs> Skip, skip to like seven minutes in the video and just watch that that 30 seconds yeah. over. Yeah. I
0: mean, I think that for a, a capsule of your experience, uh, those videos are both absolutely fantastic, actually. I would actually recommend that people check that out. Um, so we'll probably, I think we've already shared the T-Port one, uh, but we'll definitely share both videos on the ball caps and bike pipes, Facebook and Twitter pages to, uh, to let people see that because I think it's a really great snapshot of the process you go through, obviously starting with the sketch, starting yeah. with, you know, you paint the background like I say like this is where we are this is mm-hmm. the place
2: yeah. that
0: we're in this is what we're yeah. doing in that place um, and yeah. I think both both paintings were absolutely fantastic Um, I think the, the tape one came out really well mm-hmm. uh, And particularly, I managed to see that in person Um. but yeah like what I wanted to touch on next is a wee bit more about the trip and mm-hmm. in general now yeah. you mentioned obviously that your mum is from Scotland originally and uh, I know that you guys, uh, you actually painted quite a few stops on your travels in yeah, Scotland. Yeah. Um, do you have any highlights or, or things that will stick with you in the memory from that part of your time here?
2: Yeah, there was, you know, it was it was, it was fantastic. We went from from Aberdeen, kind of up around the coast, uh, to Fraserburgh and Peterhead, uh, Penan. Um, and, you know, just, just like Peterhead, we're just... Like I, there was all the, the harbour there, so I'm doing a little bit of painting. My mum paints a very, very small amount. She's very good for somebody who doesn't really paint, but she did a little bit of painting. And then we kind of went down towards like the, uh, towards Fort William and all, like down yeah. the, the kind of the split there almost. And then ended up in all, Oban, went mm-hmm. over to mold Obermory over there. Um, just super i mean it's such a beautiful country and also like you can't beat the people i mean it's 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 so nice where you just get talking to people like the um yeah everyone's just so friendly um willing to have a chat hang out for a bit um yeah very 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 kind very very good And then of course we ended up where my mum was born and we went around kind of again, the places I've heard about and where my granddad was born. I've been to these places before, but not in many, many years. So it was kind of cool to go back there and kind of see, I guess, you know, my family history and you know, I was walking around the Dyes at Harbour, a very small fishing village just outside of Cacaldi. And Mm -hmm. you know, I know my granddad grew up there and his my grand uncle and I know they had a boat in the harbour, so I can almost pitch their little rowing boat and Mm -hmm. you know the stories that I used to hear about all that stuff. So again, it was really cool just to um yeah, kind of touched back to that, you know. Um, so it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was a real cool, really, yeah, really amazing trip. And to do it with my mum was very, it was very special as well, you know, because she's actually, of course, she's got all the stories and yeah. got all the memories. And we went to, to our old school and where her grandparents lived and, but you know, you just get talking to the people who live nearby, they're just people just talking, have a chat about, you know, the, the neighborhood and what's going on and yeah, it was superb. So um, yeah, I mean, highlights everywhere. You just, it's just so beautiful. The only, the only real issue was that it wasn't, we did, you know, this weather now would have been amazing. It was a little yeah. bit on the cloudier side, but you know, yeah. it's, but it's still, still, <laughs> still amazing. Just amazing place. I love that. Really mm. love that.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to touch on that uh, in regards to your, your mum and you, um, and ask how re- how regularly that's been able to be an occurrence for you and your mum together to come up. Obviously, it's, I imagine it's been quite a while. Obviously, like you mentioned there. Yeah. Um, so what did what did it mean to you as like uh, as an adult at the age you are now? To be able to come
2: up with your mum and, and, and experience that again, yeah, it was great. I mean, it was it was um, oh, it, was, it was it was really good. I mean, I can't really put it into words, I guess, because I think <laughs> it meant it meant. I think I know that it meant a huge amount to her. Yeah. I know that you know she hasn't been to Scotland in a long, long time. Um, you know all our relatives up there they, they no longer exist or whatever so you know again it's kind of got that it's, it's quite emotional in some respects going back to those places especially for her yeah. and you know places that she went with her dad and with her mum so of course you know we could we could talk a lot about those sorts of things and discuss it so um yeah quite special you're very special really to just have that um to have that opportunity and again because I lived abroad for like 10 years been away for 11 or so um, you know, I came back for holidays, but, but I've not had, you know, real close, not, not like a trip like that for a long time. So it was great to be able to have that opportunity um, and just learn a little bit more, just see a little bit more, get in touch with my roots again a bit. Um, you know, the last time I was there with my family, I must have been like a teenager. So it was really? a long, long time, sadly. Um, but yeah it was it was, it was it was it was superb i loved it and, and and to be able to do some painting and paint some baseball whilst there was even you know that was just the icing on the cake and it was kind of cool that my mum could see me doing my work you know see me what i do and yeah. how i do it and you know she's fussing down there about whether i want a coffee and all that no i'm trying to get on work mum but you know all that stuff but it was, it was kind of but it was also it was honestly it was a second baseball or the, uh, Aberdeen was number two baseball game. Tayport was number three. She loved yeah. it. Just loved it. Like this is, you know, she's she's only seen one before. She doesn't really know an awful lot about baseball, but just, just the atmosphere and just the people. You know, everyone, you know, we, we have a little chat and see what's going on. And you know, there's a bit of food here and there. Beautiful, amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> so that one means, all is- sorry, Jason, on you go.
1: I was gonna say so that means next year your mom's already planning a trip to Edinburgh and Glasgow. So you knocked <laughs> her two out of the way. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. would love to. I mean, yeah, if if, if, uh, if we can come up to Edinburgh and Glasgow and do them, I don't know, this season, next season, sometime, um, we'll be there. We'll absolutely be there. Because I've got my little van as well. I bought a little van just about, yeah. just after, around when I went to farm. I bought this very small camper van. And just because I've been thinking about getting one for ages, and I thought, you know what, this will just give me an excuse to get out and about a bit, and with a view of painting and baseball. And it's worked out brilliantly like that, just camping in the, you know, just stop off for the night somewhere and camp. Superb. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, the, the one issue I had with the table, Peyton, is that you weren't able to get the guy in the cage into the picture. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man in the cage.
0: Yeah, yeah was... so there was there was this dog in a cage at one point, right, Jason? So obviously they brought this kind of fence-type thing for this dog, so obviously it can be protected from the ball. And... But then at one point during the game, we kind of noticed that there was a guy like just lying in the cage. And we were what? like, what, a... what <laughs> the hell is going
2: on down there? <laughs> with the dog?
0: I don't really know because he was sort of curled up, so I don't know if he had the dog. I think it was. What, but.
2: It, it it scuffed one. It was an error in the outfield, so that's it. You're in the cage. And talk, <laughs> oh, that's, that's the thing. Is it Seven Ben? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now you you touched on the uh, Worcester uh, Sorcerers earlier. Yeah. Um Talk to us about that experience uh, going back obviously down to uh, down to England and, and visiting Worcester. Um, what was yeah. the
2: ballpark like to paint? Yeah, fantastic. Again, like the. You know, Worcester is, I don't know if you've ever been to Worcester, but a beautiful city, like great cathedral and just gorgeous by the River of Seven there and all the rest of it. Um, loads of history around it, which I'm always excited about. And so I went out to Worcester on Sunday. And again, it's in this beautiful little village. I mean, it's like it's prime. I, I was driving around this area and I just thought this is the, and I never use this word, but like if you're gallivanting, this is the kind of place you gallivant. It's like these beautiful little roads, windy roads where you go up and down these little subtle hills. And and then you're in this you're in like this place with and, and again really impressive it's it's um you know a permanent ballpark they've got there and, and it's just like wow this is this is fantastic that they've they've set this up and it's again um, Luke that was it Luke uh, at the Sorcerers you know he's he, he, he's a baseball fan and he decided right I'm going to start a club and so impressive to get it set up I think for anybody I just think wow that's a lot of work to, to get it set up and keep it running and um, again beautiful great big oak trees all around. Um, yeah, I mean the cows in the field behind over there. Just like it was like you think about a, a beautiful English day, typical English summer day. That was it. It was uh, yeah, stunning. Um, before that was at the uh, the Birmingham Metalheads as well. That was that's that one just behind me here. And again, that was that was very similar. Like absolutely stunning place. But again i like there that they've got like a sleeve patch i'm quite interested in like sleeve patches and like just the logos and all the rest of, it. of course the visuals i guess and they've got a sleeve patch that's got the coat of arms of the canadian medics who, who started the baseball in uh birmingham in in world war ii they were at a, a, a hospital there and again i love how those traditions have been carried on and, and that that knowledge of the history and, and what's gone before um and it's all here in the paintings and i feel like I'm, i love just trying to capture get it all down
0: Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us, Andy. Um, right. now uh, prints are due to be available for all those games in the very yeah. near future, am I right?
2: Yeah, yeah, they're all uh, they're all on they're all on the website now. Um, but they're just they're they're not quite ready to be posted out because when I when I when I do the painting, it's then got to dry, I've got to get it photographed, gotta then usually tweak it, just make sure the colours are getting colour matched, do a test print, go back, get the prints. But they'll they're they're ready. So if people order them, they will be coming out um they should be ready in the next week or so i reckon
0: yeah i think then the website's andybrownstadiums.com correct, on the right correct. yeah that's it yeah. that's it thank andybrownstadiums.com uh, i've pre-ordered my print i can't wait it's a fantastic painting um, well, and thank you so the very sport. much no worries thank you so much for coming up um and i really appreciated the postcard as well that was no a lovely touch um before we move on to the preview of this sunday just wanted to touch on uh the gentleman behind your shoulder there
2: yeah christy christy matheson yeah, this was this was a this just I mean this is this is just a very small well very small quite quick watercolor yeah. of uh, Christy Matheson, and it was the other night I got all my books over here in my library and, uh, and I've got some beautiful baseball books old vintage kind of baseball I really like the Deadball era stuff and I just did this quick sketch of him in charcoal and then today it's, it was hanging up on the wire here and I just thought you know what I'm doing, I need to get some watercolor on that so just um, just blocked it in and, and yeah. yeah Christy's Christie's done so another. Another one for a wall somewhere. That's that's yeah. what I really need. Walls. So <laughs> <laughs> is he is he going to be available uh, in print form? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Excellent. absolutely. He'll be on. Excellent. He'll be on the site. And uh,
0: do you know what's coming next for you? What's, what, what can we expect from you? Well, I've
2: got I've got the Leicester blue socks. I'm going to going to be in Leicester in August, um, and I'm really just looking to fill up August. Like, so if there's any teams out there watching this or listening to this, anyone associated with a team and they want me to come along, please get in touch um, through my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And um, yeah, well, you know, we'll make that happen, and because I, I think I'm going to be, I'm hoping I'll be able to travel again September time ish. So I'm looking at that at the moment. Um, so I'm not sure if I'm going to be around September. So I'm trying to book up like August, like the Sundays in August. So um, so Leicester are booked in, um, and I'm hoping yeah, just just more 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 British baseball, and then hopefully overseas and paint some get back to get back to some other places, new places. Um, and, and again, just from being in this country painting paint baseball in the UK, just learned so much more about like European baseball. And, and you know, I was talking about Aust- Austrian baseball the other day, and I'm just like, "Wow, that sounds all right. Let's let's get to Austria." So we'll see if we can make that happen. You know,
1: you've got the camper van now. You can definitely make it happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know about Austria, Jason. But it's, it's, <laughs> that's a long way in this camper van. <laughs>
1: To be fair, like it's a nine-hour drive from Edinburgh to, to Poland, so you could definitely
2: make it that's to it, Austria.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
2: There you go. Okay, that's it. We're going. We're going, lads. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you, t- okay. you two and my mum, that's it. We're, we're going. <laughs> right. We're taking it on the road. All right.
0: That's fine. How much for fuel money? How <laughs> should we go <laughs> um, amazing Andy, thank you so very much for joining us again um, Thanks, guys. Hopefully we will get you up to Glasgow and Edinburgh and see yeah. you again, it was a, a, an absolute pleasure meeting you, I was telling Jason afterwards uh, they always say never meet your heroes but like uh, having spoken to you on, on the show before and interacting with you a wee bit over uh, social media um, to meet you in person it was, it was an absolute pleasure man and I hope that we get the, the chance again soon
2: Nice one, All right. cheers guys, appreciate it
0: Um, so before you go then it is at Andy B as an artist on Twitter Yeah, you're on Facebook at Andy Brown as an artist and as we said andybrownstadiums.com for uh, your previous work and obviously pre-orders of the excellent pins that
2: you've done in the last couple of weeks absolutely thank you very much
0: thank you man let's uh, move uh, on to the close of the show and we will look forward to this coming Sunday so I will just uh, magically switch browser uh, tabs here before I do, it looks like we've got some comments on the stream, so just a couple here, Jason West says the cage is where we keep Shane, he is not to be trusted, <laughs> and then he said if you want in the painting, eat all your veggies and drink your milk. <laughs> He's gone all Kurt Angle on there, I don't know what that's all about. Uh, I'll just refresh that because sometimes uh, Facebook is a bit of a pain in the arse when it comes to comments and down we go
1: uh, said
0: that. I've got it I've got it that was the only comments we had so far so yeah it looks like that's the only comments we've got at the moment but uh, yeah so this coming Sunday is July 25th the <laughs> Glasgow Galaxy are making a trip up north to Aberdeen to face the Granite City Oilers uh, that's going to be an interesting game obviously the Oilers just put our first loss on the board the Galaxy have be struggling um, so we'll see uh, you know who prevails in that matchup a lot of it, I guess, will depend on you know the bats for the galaxy. Will the bats come to life, or, or are they going to continue to struggle? I don't think it's going to be long before they find themselves, and um, they have just too much quality, top to bottom, in that in that lineup. Um, in Glasgow, the Comets are hosting your Edinburgh Cannons.
1: Well, you know what? I have to see if I can come on through for that game.
0: It would be lovely. It would be lovely if you could. man. It would be nice to see you. Um, I will have to bribe the wife to go on. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Um, but yeah um, if you don't get through for that I will be seeing you hopefully at the start of August anyway uh, because I'll be through in Edinburgh as I said Um, so uh, but yeah looking forward to that one obviously the Canons uh, are starting to heat up the Comets just got beat for the first time this year Um, it's a great test for us to be able to try and uh, pick ourselves up from that first loss Um, and a good challenge uh, to face looking forward to meeting the Canons for the first time this season it's always good to see Ruri. Um, as well, he's a great guy, um, so it'll be a good day at the ballpark. And uh, in your hometown of Edinburgh, your Devils are hosting the Table Breakers. Um, the Breakers, you know, they, they need to get that first win I think before the mid-season break. Um, it would only, it would be, it would be unjust I think if they end up winless at the break um, because they've got so much talent, they've put so much passion into the project, and um, so we're hoping to get them a win. It has, of course, nothing to do with the fact that the Devils are first. And half a game ahead of our comments. <laughs> that's a no, complete no coincidence but, no bias at all just a coincidence <laughs> sure yeah. no it's going to be interesting to see if the devil's are going to keep this up uh you know after this um there's only four more weeks of league games to go uh there is a makeup week obviously there are a couple of games uh, from earlier in the season due to covid that need to be made up but uh you know it's a short season this year um so it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens moving forward in the, in the short and second half as we head to the postseason.
1: As uh, I said, so we're almost there, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. There's uh, still plenty of games to be played.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, wrap it up there for this week. Jason, what do you say? Um, we are on Facebook, of course, at facebook.com slash Caps and Pipes. We're on Twitter at Caps and Pipes. You're at Bubble on Baseball. I'm at John Caps Pipes once again. He's at Andy B as an artist, and uh, we will call it a day there. Go to linktree.com slash caps uh, and it's got a wee bit of everything. So we've, it's got our YouTube, Spotify, iTunes streams, uh, or you can just search ball caps and bagpipes at your podcast provider of choice.
1: Um, there is no one else on the internet called ball caps and bagpipes. We own that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you so very much to everyone for joining us, and uh, we will be back next week. Bye. Bobby Benia.